Credit Suisse is the exclusive tour sponsor of the New York Philharmonic. The New York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the National Endowment for the Arts, and by our corporate sponsor, MetLife Foundation. Hello and welcome to another broadcast by the New York Philharmonic. I'm Alec Baldwin, and in just a few moments, music director Alan Gilbert will lead a performance of Giuseppe Verdi's Messa de Requiem. Joining Mr. Gilbert and the orchestra are the New York choral artists, soprano Angela Mead, mezzo-soprano Lily Pasakivi, tenor Russell Thomas, and bass baritone Eric Owens. The Verdi Requiem is one of those iconic masterpieces that I got to know through the New York Philharmonic. And in addition to being one of those landmark works that really should be played regularly, it's a piece that I deeply admire and love and believe in and love to perform. It is an opera. It's an opera based on the sacred mass text. And like a number of operas, the Wagner Ring cycle springs to mind. It, can't be programmed lightly and it can't be programmed without thinking of who actually is going to sing it. And um, so years ago when we started talking about doing Verdi Requiem, we weren't thinking about when are we going to do it, we were thinking about who's going to sing it. And we've put together, I think, a quartet that is absolutely spectacular. Music director, Alan Gilbert. When Gioacchino Rossini passed away in 1868, Giuseppe Verdi felt the loss deeply. Verdi never forgot his indebtedness to his distinguished, quote, operatic forefather, unquote. Writing to his friend, Countess Clara Maffei, quote, a great name has gone from the world. His was the most widespread, most popular reputation of our time and was the glory of Italy. When the other one is no longer with us, what will remain?" Unquote. The other one to whom Verdi referred was Alessandro Manzoni, a poet and novelist of international reputation, and like Verdi, a patriot for an Italian country in the throes of national unification. Manzoni's nationalist spirit is well represented in what is perhaps his most famous work, I Promessi Sposi, or The Betrothed, in which he writes, quote, It is not only our object to represent the state of things in which our characters will shortly be placed, but at the same time to develop an event in the history of our country more celebrated than well known, unquote. Armed with the clout of his powerful publisher, Ricordi, Verdi approached the city officials of Bologna with an ambitious project to pay tribute to Rossini on the anniversary of his death. Bologna was the city with which Rossini had been most closely associated, and Verdi proposed to the city fathers that 12 Italian composers would collaborate with him in writing a composite requiem mass, with each composer contributing a single movement. Verdi himself would compose the final movement, the fugue, Libereme. The project was given a go by the city council, but political bickering as well as inconsistencies of style and outlook led to the work never being fully realized. When a friend at the Milan Conservatory saw Verdi's portion, however, he suggested that Verdi consider writing a complete requiem himself. 
Verdi made some sketches, but lost interest in the idea as he began to concentrate on his opera, Aida. Some years later, in 1873, Verdi's other cultural hero, Alessandro Manzoni, died at the age of 88 after taking a serious fall down the steps to the church of San Fedele. Verdi was so deeply affected by Manzoni's death that he felt incapable of going to the funeral. It is said that Verdi instead made a secret visit to Manzoni's grave a few days later. After some further reflection and some consultations with Ricordi, it was decided that Verdi would honor the memory of Manzoni with this Requiem Mass. Once again, Alan Gilbert. The Verdi Requiem is a unique treatment of what I think we can all agree is a very serious text. Different composers, different cultures have had different takes on how to interpret the Mass, which is, after all, a ritual so the idea of opera and actual sort of living human experience is natural, but for Verdi, I think it is highly dramatic. It is not hyper-reverent. It is extremely vivid, even terrifying, kind of larger than life, really um, gets into the kind of excitement of the experience of worship, of fear, of the uncertainty of faith. It's a very human, down-to-earth kind of take on the whole subject, and one that I think can really make it very, very vivid and immediate on a human level. The first performance of the work took place on the anniversary of Manzoni's death, May 22, 1874, with the composer conducting. The success of the piece, not only at its premiere, but at subsequent performances, was overwhelming. Verdi and his publisher had to take special precautions to prevent unauthorized performances. In Bologna, for example, it was performed by four pianos rather than by an orchestra, while in Ferrara it was given by a local military band. The Requiem is filled with everything that makes Verdi great searing melodies fused with impeccable taste and expert craftsmanship. Conductor Hans von Bülow called it an opera in church vestments, and Johannes Brahms didn't hesitate to call it a work of genius. And now we hear the Messa de Requiem by Giuseppe Verdi. As soloists, we'll hear soprano Angela Mead, and so soprano Lily Pasakivi, tenor Russell Thomas, and bass baritone Eric Owens with the New York Choral Artists. Alan Gilbert conducts the New York Philharmonic.
recorded live at Avery Fisher Hall, that was the Mesa de Requiem by Giuseppe Verdi. The New York Philharmonic was joined by the New York choral artists, along with soloists Angela Mead, Lily Pasakivi, Russell Thomas, and Eric Owens. The conductor was Alan Gilbert. And if you enjoyed that performance, you'll be happy to learn that it is scheduled to be released as part of the orchestra's digital download series on iTunes. More information is available at nyphil.org. While you're there, we hope that you'll also check out our Watch and Listen section, where you can hear broadcasts on demand and other content. And of course, there is also plenty of information on tickets for upcoming concerts. Once again, the address is nyphil.org. Credit Suisse is the exclusive tour sponsor of the New York Philharmonic. The New York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the National Endowment for the Arts, and by our corporate sponsor, MetLife Foundation. Vince Ford is the executive producer of this series. The music producer is Lawrence Rock. The broadcasts are written and produced by Mark Travis, with assistance from Ian Riley, Sarah Zwinkless, and Paloma Orozco. And for now, until next time, this is Alec Baldwin wishing you good health and good music.